Hey everybody, welcome to this Board Game Life episode number 49, titled Game Space. This is the podcast about gaming, tabletop gaming, board gaming, card gaming, whatever you want to call it, uh, and anything else we want to talk about. I am one of your fine hosts for tonight. My name is Rob, and with me as always, I got my good buddy, Mark. Hey, 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 what's up, Rob? What's up? You remind me of that old show from the 70s. <laughs> hey, 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 what's up, Raj? <laughs> Raj. Oh, is that what you say? Re- yeah, rerun? what's up, Raj? Yeah, rerun. <laughs> um, the was heck is the name times? of that? Was no, that times? wasn't Good Times. Um, because uh, Good Times was uh, Don O'Mai with JJ. Yeah, um, I thought that was the same, the same no, show. No, uh, this was, um, oh my gosh. That's going to drive me nuts the rest of the night. I even know the theme song. What's happening? What's happening? That's it. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Was it my uh, <clears throat> my musical talents that uh, got you there? Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. So there was a What's Happening from 76 to 79. And then I guess, oh, then the What's Happening Now. That came back from eighty-five to eighty-eight. I enjoyed oh, yeah. that one. That was that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good show. Oh, hey, man. Raj, because that was—I think it was his sister that would say that. Because I think Roger was the brother. It was his little sister, I think, that would say, "Hey, Roger." Was that rerun that would say that? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, we're not here to talk oh, about old seventies TV shows. Yeah, Fred Fred Berry. Oh, he passed away. Long time Was ago. He, 20, 20 years ago. The one who played rerun? Yeah. Two thousand three. Oh, Three children. Yeah, I just looked it up on Wikipedia. Anyway. Well, that just way to <laughs> way to just turn things I down. Know, right? Right. Wow. It's like, look at how this show turned. You're singing the theme song, and yeah, we're talking about all stuff. But anyway, let's let's get back to the swing of things. Yeah, please. So, so uh, yeah, the title of the show is called Game Space. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, here, we can talk real quick or real long about what we've gotten to the table lately. Um, I haven't gotten anything to the table. I have gotten a bunch of, I know I have gotten a bunch of new games though. Um I don't know if I mentioned this but uh I did get Flamecraft. You did tell me. Oh, oh yeah. I did? Okay, yep. yeah. You, you texted me. I think didn't you were at uh at the Gaming Goat in Vegas? Yeah, the the main one. Yeah. So I I did snag that and then I got uh from Kickstarter, fresh off the uh, DHL truck, I think. Uh, Oria, or, Oranian Burger Canal. This is uh, Uwe Rosenberg and Harold Lieske. It's Spielwerks. Um, I, I guess I'm a completionist <laughs> in some ways <laughs> with Spielwerks games. So Spielwerks was a company... I don't remember if we ever talked about them, but they are a company that used to, it's not always the case now, but they used to have like limited print runs. So basically they'd do a game. Usually usually like they'd pick some really good stuff and they're harder games. Now I don't mean harder. I mean um, like meteor uh, thinkier games, right? So they're not really like family games or, like uh, more mainstream games, but anyway, they're not marking it, marking games, right? <laughs> you got to think that counts <laughs> me out. No, I don't know. You're, you're getting there. You're getting there. Oh. But uh, yeah, they would have limited print runs. They do like print runs of a thousand games, and that's about it. And then there were some publishers that would like jump in the print runs with them. Like uh, there's a game company; uh, they're gone now as well. Uh, called tasty minstrel they used to jump on a couple of them and i think stronghold did a few so you know that widened the reach of these games but 
yeah, whenever I see Spielwerk's game, I know it's going to be a heavier game, and it's usually one that I have to pick up. I mean, I'm conditioned after all these years of <laughs> FOMOing uh, with their games. But, you know, Uwe Rosenberg, you know, I, I just had to. So looking forward to getting that one to the table. There was something else. I'm looking at my list and my headphone cord is not long enough. Yeah. It's I'm probably going to unplug something as I'm reaching to look around this thing. There was one more small city from Alban uh, Yard. Uh, uh, Alban makes some really good stuff as well. Um, you know, not a huge publisher. I mean, kind of does everything by himself. Alban Viard Studio. Um, and man, I could have sworn there was something else, but that's all I can see right now. I got those looking forward to, you know, checking those out. Um, so right now they're all on my shelf of shame. <laughs> How, how about you? Have you uh, gotten anything to the table? Played anything? I did. I actually got quite a few things. Um, so I've got. I I think I talked about this game last time. I don't remember, but I did get to play it again. So, Bang La Palotola. <laughs> yeah, you you mentioned that one. Okay, got to play that again um, with our gaming group. It's kind of mm-hmm. funny. The guy that brought it last time, mm-hmm. he brought it again. But myself and another guy that were there and learned the game last time, both bought the game. And I didn't bring it this time because I'm like, well, we just played it. But the other guy brought it. Back, well, he bought it and then came downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> and nice. he pr- proudly plopped it on the table. <laughs> like and we ended up playing it. We had eight people and man, was it fun. It, it It's such a fun game. Everybody enjoyed it. Um, and it's interesting because we had, I think there was four guys and four gals and probably ranging in age from mid twenties to mid 60s i know one of the ladies was definitely older than me and i would say she was probably in her 60s and she was new to the group we had a bunch of new people to the group uh they're already like and normally we do it every other week they had so much fun they're like i wish this was every week and one of the guys was like well i can come and the next someone else said well i can be here and i said we can do it every week if you want. I'll schedule that. And um, and they're like, yep. And we got like eight people already for this week to, to go. But um, and it's like, I think almost all the same people with one new person, I think. So um, by the time we get there, there might be probably 10 or maybe even 12. We're going to have to start splitting off and multiple tables. But um, we had a lot of fun. We also I introduced um, the group to the game. Welcome to. Your oh, perfect home. Real quick, real quick. Uh, I was wondering what that was because there's so many versions of Bang. Because I've got Bang and uh, Bang the Dice Game. This is so. It's the Bang La Palotola, Palotola, something like that. It's Italian, yeah. and it's in the shape of a bullet. Right? Yes, it's like a deluxe yeah. version of the game. Yeah. So I think the game is called Bang. It is. But, bang the bullet. Bang the bullet. Yeah, and so this version is a special version in a special box slash case. So it's a metal. It's it's a, a metal, metal box can. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the original Bang game, including three expansions. Right. Uh, so it's. Bang, Dodge City, High Noon, and a Fistful of Cards. Right. So so it's just basically Bang, the Bullet, plus expansions included. Yeah, it's 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 really fun game. Mm-hmm. But you do have to have I mean, really to have fun with it, you've got to really have one, two, three, four, five, six players, I think, minimum. 
the more the better. You, yeah. you can get by, I think, with five, but you really need six. And we had eight, so it was excellent. <laughs> yeah, a lot. It, it was really good. And it plays three to eight. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Um, and then so before. Welcome to. Welcome, welcome to. to um, we went through that twice and we played two the rounds original? of that. The original. Yeah, the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Or welcome to your perfect home, I think it's called. Um, and then um, I got to play the rest of this. Well, I also played Harry Potter's Death Eaters Rising. Um, played that here at home with my kids and a friend of mine. Uh, that didn't go very well. We did not survive. <laughs> okay. The one who shall not be named destroyed us. Um, but, uh, and then, in fact, I think I might have talked about that last time. I think I mentioned that on, I think, cause that was the night before I think we recorded. So I might, I don't think I didn't play it since then. So if I mentioned it last time, which I think now I'm thinking about, it, I think I did, that needs to come off the list, but I did play the rest of these are like party games. We played some more tapple one too many rabbits, which is a Kickstarter that I got. And this one, I really get the impression. This was not play tested very well. Um, because, We've played it a couple different times now, and they've got these cards called, what are they? Um, Wait, which game is this? One Too Many Rabbits. Okay. Basically, you get, everyone I think it's 14 cards dealt to them, and there's cards, there's rabbit cards that are numbered like 1 to 12, and, or, yeah, I think it's 12 is the high number. Um, and then there's like some, all these like different bonus cards, like wilds and different things, but there's one that's like, when you get this card and I can't remember what it's called, but you have to play it immediately. And then basically, um, everyone, when you put it out, oh, I think it's called a rab bet, um, something like that. And you, everyone has to play a card and then the person that played that rabbit card rolls two dice. And then if the dice, if the card you put out is what was rolled, and you get to anybody, whoever's card was rolled, if anyone gets to discard that card. If you didn't, if your card wasn't, then you've got to like take that, take your card back and then take another card off the deck to basically stack your deck more. But what I have found through the first two playthroughs is these things come up right off the bat. And so like everyone's doing this right to begin with. And, and it's like, it's kind of ridiculous. And then, so we had, and then it's like, they go, you shuffle them in. If you got enough people, if you've got like a full game, then you put them back, you put them in the discard, then they get reshuffled back in pretty quickly. And then they're, they're coming back out again. And it's like, it doesn't allow you to really play. So the last time we played it, I pulled them out. I said, we're not going to play with these cards. I don't see the real value in having these in here because they're really more of a hindrance. It's like, you can't even play the game and you're just playing these stupid things the whole time. Um, Because you'll start a game and like, you got five of them and you got to do this like five times. And then like the last time we had the max people. So there was very few cards left to draw from. So these things were, we were constantly drawing and then we ran out of cards and it's just like, this isn't going to work with these. I don't understand why they're in there. Maybe they should have put like one or two in the game or something, but not near as many as they did. Um, but other than that, you take that out and the game is, is fun to play, but um, so we played that. And then, of course, we played some more Evil Bunny, which is just the simplest of games. There's no this would be a one, maybe a half of a point on the difficulty meter between one and ten. Zero being the easiest This might be a point oh five or something. Uh, there's really nothing to it, but it can be. It, it's a lot of fun, especially for people that really aren't into games. It's, it's there's just it's a it's a no brainer. It really is. So it's perfect for me. <laughs> but uh nice. um that was another kickstarter that i got that i've actually enjoyed um but you gotta have it's you really gotta have a lot of people so it, it can't really play with like two or three people 
because then your game ends and like it can end like on the first round. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, that's, that's what I've been playing. Um, and I know you talked about what you got new to your shelf. So I'll just mention some of these. So um, I did pick up, I found last week Wednesday when I went to my game night, I always got to walk through the store and they had one copy left of heat pedal to the metal. Oh, nice. And a new I've day's wonder game. Yes. Yeah. And I've heard about this game and I'm like, it's rated really high. Um, you know, it's like an eight something on BGG. I've seen people talk about this on some of the podcasts I watch and they all love the game. And I'm like, I don't know. This just doesn't, again, it's like the theme doesn't appeal to me, but the fact that it's a days of wonder game and I really love ticket to ride in their, those games. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to grab this. And it was the only one on the shelf. So I felt like I better do it. Otherwise you might not see it for another oh, year oh. or two. Yep, yep. And, and I would be like, I know if I didn't get it, then I would probably regret it. So haven't played it. It's sitting here right next to me on the floor of my, my desk here. Cause I have no room. I got no place to put it. Um, even though I cleared space out the other day, yeah. I took all my small games off the shelf, put them in a cabinet behind me. And now that all that shelf space is gone. And I got another game sitting here that I don't know. Actually, I have two games. Oh, what was the other one? Um, so anyways, I got that. Um, I picked up. Um, so if you remember from our last call, our last podcast, we talked about a bunch of games that were up for awards. Well, I've got three of them. <laughs> I picked up Challengers, Fun Facts, and Next Station London. Yeah. So those are all here. Um, and, and Challengers I, is the uh, SDJ game. Uh, Z-Man Z-Man Oh, it's the one So it was Next Station, London, Challengers And Oh man What's that other game It's the three games that are for the award Um Oh, I I don't don't remember. I don't remember the third one Remember we talked about it last week that that's what I'm saying. The I picked up Challengers, mm-hmm. Fun Facts, and Next Station London. All of those were up oh, for yeah. awards. That's right. But there was more games in those lists because we went through yeah, what, there were four six, different three or four different awards. Or something yeah, like that. three three were for the regular, and then three were for the Kenner Spiel. Yeah, so I got three games total off that list. Morph Romantic, I think, is the other one. That was another one. Yeah, I didn't yeah. get that. So. Um, and then I picked up Gears of War, the card game. Oh, yeah. So um, you, I really I'm a fan get, of that. Did you huh? get every did you get every uh, language version? <laughs> I did get the Spanish version by mistake first. Yeah. And then um, I did send it back and I got my English version of it. Nice. So, <laughs> I'm like, got to read. Got to read. They got a little too quick on the purchase now button. Yeah. Like, uh, read it first. <laughs> So. All you saw was Gears of War, and you saw a box, and then you hit Add to Cart. I hit Buy Now. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> it's oh, like, even, oh, wait. Even better. Yeah, I'm glad I noticed it before I opened the box, like before I pulled the plastic off of it. So I have, as I was like looking at the back, I was like, "Why is this in a different language?" <laughs> yeah. So El Giro of Waro. <laughs> yeah. Um, there, there you go. And then I also picked up King Domino Duel. So that's also new to my shelf. So oh, yeah, mm-hmm. got some stuff to play. I got to stop buying games and get more time playing. Yeah. So, but that's, that's it for me. Very nice. That's a good collection there. So, you know, with all these games, there's two things that basically enable all of these games. Number one is storage. Which we did, which we did talk about a while ago. Yes, we talked about the shelves and stuff like that. And then, you know, I think everybody's like really particular about where and how they game. So, you know, I, I'm kind of like wondering, uh, just like um, when you play at home, like what's it like? What's the space like that you play? And 
I think I know which space it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're familiar. You've seen it. Yeah. Um, you've played at that that table. So mm-hmm. um, I'm really lucky. I've got a very large kitchen dining room combination. And the, it's set up like a huge rectangle. And the majority of it, well, at least half of it, if not a little more, is the dining room. And I've got a huge table that I think when you pull the ex- it's already huge, and then it has extensions yeah. on each oh, end. Really? Oh wow! Yes, that it gets bigger than what you've seen. It's so. Um, is it seat like twelve? It uh, uh, seats twelve. Yes, um, you can seat up to twelve. Wow! I think we have. I got ten chairs around it now. Mm-hmm. So as you're used to seeing it, um, okay. the problem with that. it's good and bad so it's really good because games like uh dice throne adventures really takes up a lot of space Mm -hmm. and i need every inch of that table to be able to get that game to the table um other games that um and it's great for things like rails and sails because that's a big board and you still got room around for everybody's to put their stuff. But some of the problem is because of the way we might sit, you it's hard to see. Um, like if I'm sitting at the head of the table, I'll say, or at the end, if you will, like the head of the table. And then there's like, say, four, say we got five people. So there's two people, you know, four people sitting across from each other. And I'm kind of in the middle at the end. Based, depending on what game we are I or playing, I can't see the other side or it's too far away for me to like reach and people are constantly, hey, hand me this, hand me that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's times I'm like, man, I wish I had a smaller table. But then again, it's like I've had a game. I had a game night here where I had, I think, eight of us. And it was awesome because we were able to all fit around the table and just we had a great space. And it's like, yeah, I couldn't do this with a small four-person table type of thing. So right. it, it is good and it's bad. Um, I would not downgrade. I definitely would keep the large table because I can use it for that. But uh, if it's just a couple people, sometimes it's like, I kind of wish I had a smaller table, which then makes me think, well, gee, I've got all these extra rooms in the house. I should take my office space that originally was this gigantic room that we actually split into two and created a second office space that's no longer needed. Like I should take that wall back down and just make this office huge and put it like a smaller, like one of those fancy game tables down here. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, yeah, that'd give me more shelves. I'd have more, sh- I could buy more shelves. I could put a game table right down here and, you know, actually make this a real board game table, board game room, if you will. But, uh, I also use this room as like, my Xbox, I play, I play a lot of Xbox and it's like, yeah, that, that would really kind of mess up the vibe of like, where would I put this giant TV? And <laughs> it's like, I don't yeah. think it would work as I would kind of picture it in my mind. So, but it, it does make me think about it. What about you? What, what's your gaming space like at your house? Yeah. So my primary space is um, my dining room which I think is the most common for most people. And there's a counter height uh, uh, dining room table that I've had forever with counter height chairs. You know, that's like the chairs that are like just a couple inches Mm -hmm. taller than normal, which is good and bad. Um, I do like the fact that the table is counter height because sometimes when I'm playing games, I can just stand instead of sit. And it's easy like to lean over, um, lean over the table because it's a much more comfortable height. Uh, The downside is that if you're sitting for an extended period of time, your feet really aren't touching the floor. Yeah. And, you know, they're on a footrest on the chair or something like that, or you're sitting on the edge of the chair with your feet in the ground. And just for extended seating, and I'm talking about like, you know, one, two hours, it's not the best. But, uh, yeah, in its normal configuration, it's a six-person table, you know, two on the sides, one on each opposing side. 
right? And uh, early on, when I got into the hobby, there was a game store called, uh, online store called Boards and Bites. No, Boards and Bits. And one of the cool things that they had was a gaming surface. So it was basically a huge mouse pad that that you can order two size. They sold a bunch of different sizes. I think what they really did is they just bought a huge roll and they probably cut it to order. Right. But uh, I got that and I still have it. It's uh, basically like this massive. um, I did cut it down so it fit my table better. But I want to say it was originally like four by five or maybe five by five square. And it's really nice uh, to play on that instead of the actual like wooden table of, you know, the wood, wooden surface of the table. Just because, you know, like when you have a card that's on, let's say like a flat wood surface, sometimes it's really difficult to pick up a card. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? It's like, you know, you either try to get your fingernails underneath it or, you know, you don't want to like bend it to pick it up, you know, where you squeeze opposing ends or anything like that, you know, and on that mousing surface, you know, they have the same thing for gaming nowadays, uh, almost like um, they make these like big old mouse pads that you put your keyboard on and your your, uh, mouse for gaming. But anyway, so... Um, when it's a really good session, you know, it's like going to be like multiple hours or something like that. I love breaking that thing out and throwing it on top of the table. Um, I've, I've got one on order, um, that I'm expecting, I think in July. Okay. It remember that, I think I showed you that bag Yeah. that I backed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I showed you the play mats cause I, I remember you asking if I bought one that has the light strips on it. Yeah. And I didn't, but I, I did order just like a black play mat that's like 42 by 66 inches. So it's like going to really fit my table really well. It's My table's longer than 66 inches, but it'll fit perfect. Like the 42 is yeah. like almost perfect width. It's like, yeah, I think my table's like 43 inches wide or something like that. It's like, oh, this is going to be great. Yeah. So I'm yeah, really excited to do that and get that out. So. I'll put it out probably every single time that we play. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. And then you find yourself like every time you go to play the game, you got to clean the table. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Where yeah. There's no crumbs. So Do that right now. So I guarantee your table will be the cleanest it's ever been. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you really don't need that pad to be like the whole size of the table it's, no it only needs to be like where you play right and um so like those pads are freaking awesome if you're not gonna go the route of getting a dedicated gaming table right, right? you know what it, doesn't matter what company it is but you know it it because they usually have some kind of mouse pad or neoprene like surface on there uh in its like little recess just because it's it's such a better experience oh and especially when you have like warped boards or warped um sometimes you don't have an actual like player board it's more like that heavy cardstock player Uh board it's um you know they they tend to spin (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, yes, yeah, they uh, yep. they don't like to sit still. So yeah, when they're on the actual mouse pad surface or neoprene or whatever, they they like they they sit still then. But and so uh, for the for our yeah. international audience, the player mat size that I ordered is one hundred and six point six eight centimeters by one hundred and sixty seven point sixty four centimeters. Mm-hmm. So that's the size of the one I ordered. What did you say yours was? Do you know? I don't remember. It's, oh, okay. I want to say it's like four by five 
or four by four. I know I did cut it down slightly. So you're, yeah. So you're five four. So you're probably like a forty. What does it be? A forty-eight by forty-eight. Something like that. Yeah. So about ninety-one and a half mm-hmm. centimeters by hundred. No, I can't yeah. be right. Sorry. Forty-eight would be like one twenty-one by one twenty-one mm-hmm. centimeters. So, yeah. Yeah, they're nice. I I I think it's uh I'm really looking forward to using it cuz even like my daughter's got long fingernails and it's like she's trying to pick cards up off the table and she just can't. I'm always grabbing her cards for her and I'm like this will be so much easier with that little bit of a cushion mm-hmm. and picking up cards and stuff. I think it's just going to be a lot easier. Oh, absolutely. It totally will. when you want to pick up a card, you just like press it on one side a little bit into the into the table to the mat yeah to the mat and then it just lifts yeah it's gonna be nice (laughs) yeah oh heck yeah especially for her and then one thing that i really do like about the location of my table is that there's a light right above it so it's like uh it's like a hanging light fixture sits maybe like three feet above the table so it lights up everything now and and i also have like leds in the led lights up in the ceiling up higher um the one thing that i I do want to mention that is kind of important at least to me is that I'm, i'm colorblind uh with certain shades so i really struggle with some games and it's made worse actually by like daylight bulbs sometimes oh really Um, yeah so there's some games that it's like i need more yellowish light to be able to tell the difference between colors so um i i did want to say that the type of light that you have if you're colorblind and i i know that's kind of a big thing for a lot of folks because i dude some games are like unplayable like like you played Corkle, right? Yeah. Yeah, like I struggle between was it the purple and the blue? Yeah, some games yeah. are ridiculously tough. I um I think you'll find Flamecraft I yeah. think has two different colors of blue tokens, which I hate when they do that. They're like putting some of these games I'm like, oh, we have two different reds, but they're different shades or two two blues of different shades and so there's just some I'm like, I'm looking at it and I'm like, I, and I'm not colorblind, but I'm like, I can't tell what color that is. Or the, the shade is like, is it gray or is it green? Is it orange or is it red? It's like, you can't, it's like such a weird color that they chose that it's, yeah. So having to be, having a colorblind option or issue as well. Ooh. Yeah. Feel for you, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, but uh, yeah, so the the lighting is important and definitely having bright lights that really, really, really helps. Then what's it like uh, when you go to uh, the game store? Is it so do you, do you like anything about that setup more or? So I like, OK, so the one game store, the smaller one I go to, um, it's a very small store. And they just set up tables. So they've got like these card tables that, well, they have one dedicated table, which is really neat. It's always there in the store and it's got like, you can sit around it and it's got like a a table, a normal height table, but then in the middle of it, it's like raised up so that, and they do a lot of D and D at that table. So like you can have like your stuff, your dice, your stuff like in front of you, but then the gaming, like where the miniatures are, are up higher, almost at face height, you know, um, it's really neat. I've played zombie side and some D and D at that table. It's very nice. It's a really nice table. The, when I play X wing, they break out a bunch of like folding tables and they got card, uh, not cardboard, but like plywood that they lay on top of them to make them you know, uh, basically the play area is larger. So they'll put a couple card tables together and then put a big piece of plywood over it. And then they put the, the big mats out. Um, and it works great. It, it just is a little crowded because they're still open 
on, you know, when we're all yeah. in there playing and people do come in and I mean, the people that own the place, they're so nice. And, uh, there's this one lady, uh, her name's Charlie and she, she, her, her and her brother own the place. And I, I she's the one I always, I always see. And she's just like, come on in. And these guys are gaming, but feel free to walk around and ask any questions and stuff. And, um, it's just, there's such a friendly shop. Like you walk in and they're just, it, you ever watch that TV show cheers, you yeah. know, you walk in the door and they're like, Hey Mark, how you doing? That's the way it is. Like, you know, she'll, she'll, she knows people by name, by first name, you know, and we'll, and we'll remember like, oh, you were in here with your daughter and does she like the game? You know, that game and she'll name the game. It's like, how do you remember all this with, but, um, I, I like that small store family owned, just real community vibe that this place has. Sure. The other the other place is the store I took you to um, that's north of me, and it's a huge store. And then um, – so upstairs, they have a pretty good-sized section that sells comics. I mean, it's not huge, but they're, they do have a lot of comics to choose from. Um, they do have a big area for painting. Um, they've got a dedicated area for, like, Warhammer um, – uh what's that other one um anyways a lot of like these miniature style they got a lot of x-wing and a lot of painting and miniature type of stuff and then they have a really large section it's just board games um and they even sell models and stuff in there but the on their main floor they actually have a, a coffee bar of course we're in seattle area so of course every place has a coffee bar but then you go downstairs and they have a huge play area. I mean, it's the same size as a store retail place above, but it's all tables. And they've got a bar that serves food and alcohol. And um, and it's just the they have decorated. It's so neat. It's very on theme with stuff. Um, and they, the, the, they just they have you can rent. So all the tables that are out in the middle of the place, you just grab an open table and sit down and play. And you can order food and they bring the food to your table and stuff. And um, you, you can also rent private rooms. So if you want, if it gets a little too loud, because sometimes it get pretty loud. There's so many tables and people playing. Uh, but you can actually rent a room and have your own room and shut the door. And even the rooms are themed. And it's a very nice place. Now, each, some of the tables are the stand-up counter height ones. And a yeah. lot of them have like um, scenery, I guess you would call it, you know, buildings and trees and stuff that's kind of set up for these guys oh, to mini- come down. Miniatures, and, yeah. Yeah, so they can bring their miniatures and battle it out in a, a city or a forest or, you know, they've got a lot of that stuff set up for various different types of games. Um, and then uh, the other tables are like they will hold – well, we had eight people around one. They they have six chairs, so they fit three to a side. And then I was sitting at the head of the table, and then we had our eighth person show up. So I slid over. We we're kind of two of us at kind of. So we had eight people around it. We could not fit another person. But um, the so far, I think that six um, regular table height tables are really good to accommodate most most gaming that I see people doing down there. Um, and uh it's just a really cool place i really enjoy the store um and the owners i think i met him the other day um this guy came to our table and he's like i see you guys here all the time are you guys a regular gaming group and i'm like yeah we we do and he's like well i got people asking about this he's like if right if i send them your way and i was like we're like yeah so i actually even printed out a we made a um qr code that goes to our meetup page and then uh, I printed out something um, that they hung on their board up front with that QR code. So people can just with their phone, click it, come right to our page, see when the next event is and sign up, you know, and say, yep, I'm going to join you and have all the info. And we're, we're a group is growing. You know, it definitely made a difference just in the first day that was posted. Um, and already I'm seeing again for the next one, we got more new people coming. So I'm like, this is awesome. So. It's uh, but he was just like super cool and just really nice. They just all all the people that work there are just very fun and they'll teach you and their their bar area downstairs. There's a ton of games they have on the shelf 
that you can just go grab one and go play it. Yep, yep. And then they also have a consignment area upstairs, right? As soon as you come in the front door, like all the, they got new stuff on the right side, but then on the left side, there's like a little area. It's consignment basically. So people, as long as all the pieces are there and the game's in good shape, you can buy a game at a discount, you know, and it's uh, I've actually picked up some brand new, still in the shrink wrap. Um, what's it called? Um, clank expansions and stuff. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, brand new for like dirt cheap and they're brand new, never even been open. So, right. um, but there are stuff that's been open, but everything looks like it's in great shape. And it's every time I go in there, I'm like, Oh man, I've heard about this game. I want to buy this. It's only so, you know, this one's three bucks. How can I, it's like going into, and not all of them are that cheap, but, um, they're still heavily discounted from what you'd pay full retail. Exactly. So it's like, yeah. they just, they kind of, it's very community, again, community oriented. They're, you know, uh, some of the stuff like the heat pedal, the metal, I paid a good price for it, <laughs> but, um, probably could have tried to find it somewhere else. But again, I'm there at least twice a month. I don't always buy stuff, but I'm taking up space downstairs. They're providing me an opportunity to meet new people, to play games. They were there four hours a night. Every night we're there. Um, you know, they don't require us to spend anything, you know, and they don't, they don't harass you. We had one of the guys brought in a sandwich from Jimmy John's and I was like, uh, I don't know if they'd say anything because I thought about it because they're right around the corner. And I'm like, but I always just eat right there. And he's like, yeah, I didn't know, but I wanted a sandwich. And I was like, I figured I'd risk it. And I said, I don't think they'll say anything. But, and they didn't, you know, but yeah. um, I'm sure if we catered to the place, they'd probably have a problem with that. <laughs> like, hey, we can <laughs> cater this, you know. But, yeah. um, you know, so it's like I don't mind spending a little extra money at a place like this, that's a mom. And I'm not against Amazon. I know a lot of people are like, you can't go there. They're evil. They're big box corporate driving all the small people out. Yeah, that might be true in a lot of ways. However, these places, when you, for those that are really into the hobby, I don't mind paying a little extra because I'm gaining something else out of this store being in existence. So, you know, I, I try to stay off of the Amazon and, unless I can't find it at my stores, you know, I got a couple of small stores and if I can't find them there now, then I'll probably go and look at some of the big box or hit the Amazon if, if it's unavailable. But right. If it's, if it's, even if it's a $10 difference, I'm going to buy it at my local store and pay them more money because I really appreciate the value. I gain a lot of value by that store being there and opening that store up to us and everybody to just, come and play, get to know each other. Um, that is just huge. I absolutely love it. So. Okay. And their, their pork egg rolls are really good too. <laughs> well, that brings up the, uh, the other topic about uh, your gaming space food. Do you have any strict rules about food? You know, um, would you want me to be eating Flamin' Hot Cheetos and playing your game? No, no. Um, and the tough part is, so when I'm at home, no, no Cheetos. Drinks are not allowed on the table um, unless it's like a um, got a lid on it where it's a bottle with a cap. Um, and I, I do that to myself, too. I put, if I've got a glass, I'm like, I'm going to put it behind me or, well, when I first, when we first started, I always would put it behind me on the Island. I I know the last time we played, I had it sitting on the table next to me and I kept looking at it like, "Ah, I better not knock this over. I'm getting, the more I've played, the less stringent I've been about those things. Um, But I remember when I first started the hobby and I bought like, I had a brand new copy of like Villainous, right? And we're playing it and some dude is like half bending my cards when he's placing them. And I'm sitting there screaming, no, inside my head, right? Like, Mm -hmm. what are you doing? Wanting to come across the table and pound his skull into the ground. And like, don't you know what you're doing? You know. Ruining it. But I think I've taken more. I think I have eased up on that. Um because at first it's like, I want everything pristine. 
but then that really means you're not playing it. And to play and enjoy, the point of the game is to have fun, enjoy it. If it, it's going to get worn, it's going to, and that's okay. Because that means you played it. Anything I pull out that's like, oh, I can't get the lid off, or you pull it open, it's like that fresh smell, or it's like, oh, I haven't even punched this stuff out yet. It's been on my shelf for 15 years. What was the point of buying it? Right. You know? Um, so I've really eased up. I don't really... I think if someone ripped a card, I'd probably kill them, but it's, um, I've not been as, uh, that's really eased up, I guess that kind of don't touch the card or wipe your hands. Cause people are eating stuff at the table. And I, I'm very conscious of someone else's game. I'm like, and I'm with myself too. I'm constantly wiping my hands. So, um, every time I'm like grabbing my egg roll, I'm only using like two fingers and, and man, it's like right to the, right to the napkin. You know, I'm going through napkins yeah. like crazy because I want to make sure my fingers are clean. Um, oh, that reminds me. I saw this. I don't know if it was a gag thing or if it's legit. It's like this, man, it's, it fits in between like two fingers and it's like chopsticks kind of. Uh huh. And so it's like, uh, like the gaming eating thing. So you can actually like pick up food with it. And not touch your fingers. Yeah. But not, yeah. Not get your fingers dirty. <laughs> I got to look something that up. Yeah. I it's not practical <laughs> for a full meal. It'd be, I'd go insane. Yeah. But who's eating a whole meal. Yeah. Or, or even just, like a lot of snacks. I'd rather just like. Oh, I see it. Like if I had, I yeah, if I had like a bag of chips, I would just like pour them into my mouth and not like pick them up with my fingers. Yeah. I mean, you just eat, just have napkins by and just clean your hands, you yeah, know. But exactly. yes, no, Cheetos are off limits. <laughs> Anything that's going to stain, if it stains your fingers, you're not eating it, you know. Yeah. But um Oh, my, you know, pretzels are fine. Chips are okay, even though they're greasy. But again, I just like remind my kids, just use your napkin, wipe your fingers before you touch the game. So, but you know, it's meant to have fun. And it, if we're, if we're freaking out about it, then that just ruins the fun. So yeah. Yeah. I got to focus on just have fun. Exactly. So man, there was something else I was going to ask. What the heck was it? What about, well, for you, for drinks? Because I think that's even the worst. Like, what if that drink spills? Because that'll yeah. ruin your board game and everything there, you know? Yeah, there was uh oh, man, there was a game. Like, I've only had one tragedy, and that was with a game called Balloon Cup, I think. So it was a remake of, a, of an old game on Yukata. And there was the big um, water spill, soda spill of like 2013, <laughs> 2014. It was, it was a while ago. It was like 10 years ago. But it, it totally destroyed the game. Like those cards, I'm sorry, there were tiles in the game. They like soaked up that beverage like it was a freaking sponge. Yep. <laughs> and yeah. And then the the tiles they expand and it's all over. Yeah. But uh should be ruined at that point. Yeah. I'm that's the thing. It's like people that are in the hobby, they they get it. You know, they understand. Yeah. They they don't do anything. Well, I take that back. Most people are understanding. Most people are, um, they respect your property, but then there's always those that don't. <laughs> and it's usually there, people there are. that are new, you know? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I gotta, or, uh, I gotta, sh I gotta share one thing with you real quick, if you don't yeah. mind. What's that? So this was so funny. At least it was. Maybe it had to be there. Maybe this won't translate to a funny story. But so we had the eight of us playing that bang the bullet game. And this one guy, he uh, he just bought the game 
from the previous time that we had played it. He loves it. And he threw down a Gatling gun card, mm-hmm. which basically you shoot everybody. So he took a shot basically with his gun at all seven other players. And let's see, there was so seven people, five people had a miss card that they threw out. And I think the other two people had, or no, one had a, a barrel, so they, they they draw a card to see if he missed, and they drew the right card so that his shot missed. And then the other person had an ability they could play any, I think they could play a bang card, which is shooting, as a miss. And they threw, so he missed everybody. And everyone started laughing, and then someone's like, dude, you shoot like a stormtrooper. <laughs> oh, Nice. Uh, like the rest of the night we just kept teasing him that he because every time he would shoot he'd miss somebody (laughs) that's funny but you know you you take a shot at seven people and all of them basically missed they all did he missed everybody and it was like wow what a waste of a powerful card (laughs) yeah i mean it happens i mean it's just that's part of the fun of the game so Mm -hmm. okay Oh, but yeah, you're freaking out. Yeah. Or how about animals? What what about, oh, that can be a consideration too about game spaces because, uh, and I've seen this firsthand cats, (laughs) especially the ones that, um, you know, they love to jump on top of tables and they don't listen. Like they're not trained, or I don't know if what you don't train a cat, Rob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a cat cats you. train you. That's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, yeah. I've got two big dogs, but they don't they don't get anything. And yeah, my biggest thing is just don't drop the pieces on the floor and lose them. And mm-hmm. I've several times, like days later, I'm walking. I'm like, what is that under the table? That's a freaking game piece. You know. Then, then the then the the shackles start to come up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who was blue? <laughs> oh wait, that was me. Never mind. Nothing to see here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Got to make sure it's not your yeah. own piece before you start unleashing on everyone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's why you stick with the same color in every game. Yes, there you go. And then you always know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, and uh, you know I've seen some setups where people have like tv trays off on the sides Uh uh-huh you know so drinks and stuff like that you know are not on the main surface um that's kind of cool and then like some things like let's say like i'll say almonds or something like that I, i think those are relatively safe to eat but you know because they don't leave stains they don't Right. Yeah, they're relatively benign in terms of ruining a game. But uh, have you ever played a game like on one of these really? I keep seeing these really fancy gaming tables where Mm -hmm. it's okay. So here's my question: couple things. These tables are like normal tabletop height, so not not countertop, but tabletop height you're sitting in a regular chair you might have like a drink holder on the side of it or you know they a lot of them have like really cool attachments but then the game is like down it's not on the tabletop it's like set down in yeah recessed in the table and then there's all that led lighting around it so two questions i kind of wonder if it would be uncomfortable or would it add any kind of, does it add difficulty when the game is recessed? And then also, I guess it would improve visibility, might make it easier to see other things because it is recessed, but then maybe moving or trying to reach it because you're reaching down. And I don't know if that hinders playability. And then what about the lighting? I would think that the lighting might be cool that's on my side, but then I would think I'm those lights would might be potentially a little bothersome at the other end of the table that I'm looking at. Yeah. So I'm just curious on your thoughts about the recess table and the lighting. So recess tables, I I have played on those and they're, they're okay. 
Um, I think the one thing would be like how you sit and you could potentially, like if, if you're a person that like leans into the table a lot, you know, it, it could hurt. And I don't mean it's like super painful, but it's just going to, um, you know, like the edges might dig into your arm more because you have like a leading edge and then the the following edge. Right. right? But um, yeah, I, I found that uh, that they're usually fine. Uh, it does seem like it's a little further away, which is bad if you're old and you need glasses to read small <laughs> stuff. Uh, that's me. <laughs> yeah. Need glasses to read the big stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, I still, regardless of what the table is, I find myself like, what is this card? And then I pick up the card and I'm reading it. Then I put it back. But uh, the recess tables are nice. I, I, I do have to give it that. And usually it's a better experience for gaming just because it's purpose built. The whole table is purpose built, right? Okay. It'll have cup holders you know, that hang off the side versus, you know, sitting on top. They have, you know, some have like what built in dice towers and, yeah, you know, that. extra um, like table space for rules. You know, it's like these things that like clip into the side rail. So there, there's lots of cool stuff for those. Uh, the one thing that I would say about the lighting is I would think if the lighting is recessed somehow and it's indirect, it would be awesome. Um, I agree. If you're getting like all of these LEDs just shining full brightness into, you know, yeah, they're off on the side. I, I get that. Um, and you're really focusing more in the middle of the table, but, you know, it's... It, it's not something that would probably feel good on the eyes after a period of time. But, you know, at the same time, I'm, I'm looking at my kitchen right now. There's like 10 big LED bulbs in the ceiling that light up the whole kitchen. I don't notice them. I don't look at them. <laughs> right. They, well, no, but I mean, if they were in the table yeah. that you're looking at, then it's like it moves the light. And I was just wondering if, yeah. if that can be bothersome, but I suppose it would depend on, if they're tucked under and mm -hmm. on the top side, yeah, then maybe it wouldn't. Maybe it would. Maybe it, all the lights just reflected down, and maybe it's not like. Maybe it's In more muted. Or, yeah, right. you're not seeing the bulb, like you know. It's yeah. it's not because you know how you can buy those rolls of. LED oh, yeah. sticker things. I got them on my ceiling right now here in yeah. this room. Yeah. So I, I liked them when they were, I like to use the green for the Xbox. Yeah. But then it was like, I can't have them on because then I see them in the TV. Like right. it, it really makes the space really cool. But yeah. then it's like, I can't game with them on because then I get in the reflection and I just see this green light strip across the TV. Now I know it's different than the game, but yeah, I still see these it's pictures and I always think I'm like that lights down there. I think that would bother me. Yeah. No, I get it. But I guess I could always turn them off too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't but have to have them on. I suppose there is that. <laughs> yeah. And you know, for the LEDs, they do make those, I don't know what you would call them like diffusion strips, maybe where you know it's like a cover so that instead of seeing the individual lights you uh -huh. see more like a white strip okay that looks like evenly colored white or whatever color it is yeah. um you know the the little leds they need to be a certain distance from each other in order to facilitate that like you can't have one every six inches basically right they need to be right. close enough so that it all blends together. But, you know, that way you can you can have it and not be like as in your face because now it just looks like a white strip instead right. of, you know, these like hot spots every couple inches. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, the tables are cool. And I, I know some have like music and everything. And um, uh, yeah. I always thought that was interesting, but I don't know how practical it is because 
if you're playing some loud jams with subwoofers and stuff like that, you really can't hear people talk. Now, see, I think it would be neat to have it in the table. It, but again, it would be, I think it was very, it's more for ambiance, mm-hmm. quiet background noise. Like if you're playing like, um, I did that with, um, I did it when here at the house, just break out my little Bluetooth speaker that I have, sit it on the counter and I'll play some, uh, this like D and D playlist. Mm-hmm. And it just plays random. Most, I know, I think it's all instrumental, but it's kind yeah. of just helps set the mood. And it's gotta be, yeah, it's gotta be just quiet. You hear it because you don't want to disrupt the conversation, but it's nice. It's really nice to have that ambient music playing. Um, Absolutely. I think it's really cool. It yeah, definitely we, adds something. Yeah. Cause we talked about that website that lets you pick music per game. Yeah. For ambiance. Like you put in, you know, Catan or whatever, and then it has like a whole list of, of music, background noise, whatever that fits that game's theme. Yeah, just as a reminder, uh, mellowdice.org yeah. is the site. And funny, I, as I pulled up, I must have used it last when we played Catan because that's the one that's on the page now. <laughs> Oh, oh, nice. I actually did. I did Katad when we played it. Put oh, it, nice. The music in the background. So, Very nice. And when we did the uh, um, Lords of the Waterdeep, I had a bunch of guys here and I did that. And the one, one guy is a huge gamer. He's actually had talked about this before that he actually is. They've he's made his own game and they're talking about. Oh, yeah. Going to crowdfunding with it. Um, he was here and he was just like dude, where is that? Like, is that just a play, you know? And I was, I showed him the site and he's like, this is really neat. <laughs> so in fact, he, uh, I've introduced him. He's come over twice. Now, the first time he played dice throne, he left here, went home and bought everything. Nice. Uh, then the next time he was here, he played Lords of Waterdeep, And the next day he went and bought everything, including the expansion, which I also had. <laughs> nice but he bought he he got the deluxe set somehow he found he's like i gotta have all the deluxe components and all this and oh with the little like, dudes instead of the cubes yes yeah, yeah the little guys the metal yeah. coins and i'm like where'd you get those i want those too yeah Etsy. yeah probably so but um yeah so it's like okay what what am i going to introduce him to next because like, i got I've set a bar every time he comes over, he falls in love with the game I'm presenting and he goes and buys it. So it's like, okay, I got to find something good next time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you you but, gotta, you gotta step your game up each and every time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's funny. So, I probably can't pull y- uh, Yahtzee out. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. Or bingo. So, or bingo. <laughs> no. All right. Well, that that's that's what, that, those are my questions. I appreciate yeah, that. I, I was just going to add one more thing, and uh, chairs are important. That oh, chair yeah. that you have because uh, I have played at um, I'll call them like mini cons. You know, where we basically go to somebody's house, and then there's like you know five six tables all over the house, and people are playing <laughs> everywhere. And I have sat on folding chairs. Like unpadded ones for a while. So it is nice to have a reasonably comfortable chair. And on the cheap, Costco sells these folding chairs that are okay. They're they're cheap. They're like, I want to, they used to be like, I thought like 25, 30 bucks each. I don't know what the current price of them is, if if they're any more expensive or if they're even. Well, in this economy, they're probably 90, 95. I know, right? but yeah they're a folding chair and then they have a nice uh fabric uh seat on them they're they're not the ones that are like hard plastic seats because i i know they have those too but uh at its worst i suppose you can get one of the pads yeah like you know the chair pads or something that you can tie to it or something like that but uh yeah, that, that's that's one other thing. Yeah, because at the little store I play at, they just have plastic folding chairs, and mm-hmm. those uh, I'm usually standing up 
multiple times throughout the session, yeah. kind of stretch my legs and kind of walk around. And mm-hmm. and it's funny, I don't even, I couldn't even tell you what we have at the big store. I know they're like wooden chairs, but I pretty sure they're padded. Yeah. They might. I, I'm pretty sure that they are. I, I, but I can't, I really can't picture it at the moment, which is weird, but now if, I know I'm going to look at it. Yeah. I'm come next night. It's like, okay, what is it? Oh yeah. <laughs> if they're, if they're uncomfortable, you, you would know. Because <laughs> you'd probably be like, why I know exactly what is used at the one store and not, not the yeah, other one. Exactly. They must be fairly comfortable at the one. They're okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're okay. They're horrible. <laughs> that's funny. Wow. So yeah, I, I think that's everything that comes to mind right now. Uh, yeah, lighting, comfort, the tables, uh, the surfaces, that's all the, the stuff that can, uh, you know, make your gaming experience uh, just a little bit better. And this doesn't even include, like, you know, component upgrades or anything like that. But, right, um, yeah, this is just like the basics of your gaming space. And, uh, oh, and not being in, uh, like, a full draft helps. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I've I've played where there's drafts and it moves stuff around when it's really windy. No good. Yep. No good. <laughs> yeah, and, there's uh, one table that we've been at a couple of times because it's the only one that's open, and uh, and that's got an AC vent right above it, and oh, it gets yeah. pretty cold. And yeah, when you're playing a game like a Welcome to. You just have a sheet of paper you're writing on. Yeah, that tends to move around very easily. <laughs> oh, wow, that's funny. <laughs> so, yeah, got to hold yeah. on to your paper. Mm-hmm. So, we try not yeah. to sit there, but sometimes it's uh, you got to do what you got to yeah, do. Sometimes, so. yeah, you can't control right that stuff. So, yeah, that's all I got. Shall we right. close it out? Let's do it. All right. So, uh I'm Rob. Actually, that show that we did yesterday just messed me up. <laughs> oh, tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, we recorded this Xbox Live yesterday. And uh, yeah, I was just about ready to say that exit, that outro, outro whatever you want to call it, my exit on there. Anyway, well, I'm, did, I'm Did Rob. you notice in I, that show how I was completely fumbling the intro? Yes, yes. I, I was like... <laughs> Yeah, no, right? Yeah. And, uh, that was so crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways. Good stuff. Yeah. So I'm Rob. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you all uh, in two weeks. I am Mark, and uh, we'll catch you at the table. Thanks so much. Thank you.